Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... Character Fight Night! Where we pit the most styling, profiling characters of all time against each other in stipulation-style matches to discuss and determine which characters reign supreme. Who gets the win and how? Let's talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Fight Night. Live tournament, Trickster's Paradise. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Character Fight Night. Thank you for joining us here at the CFN Arena. Uh, I am Josh, and as always, I am joined by my hetero life mate, Jim. <laughs> how's it going everybody uh you know i thought about saying that same thing on on uh after the fight but i was always hesitant to do because of how like strange it sounds so i'm glad you finally went there josh i would finally uh we finally let it all uh let it all out throwing a little jay and silent bob out there you know yeah <laughs> all right uh jim always glad to have you here uh also joining us our star producer who is here as well Hi. Nice, nice. Thank you Killing for that it. great Killing interjection. Killing it. It's me. I'm producer Ty, and I'm here to make sure the show runs smoothly and keep on Josh and Jim as they make mistakes. Wade makes no mistakes. Love you, Wade. And yeah, that's my point in the show. Then I'll be here chiming in with my thoughts every once in a while. Cool. And speaking of Wade, we have Mr. Metatron Wade Hunt. No mistakes tonight, even though I kicked off the show with a mistake. <laughs> I already kidding. forgot it. Nobody heard it. it. Yeah, what, are you, what yeah. am I talking about? Everybody gets one. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. So, well, thanks, always, <laughs> always uh, excellent to have you on, Wade. Uh, thank you for using your beautiful voice. So, tonight is a very special episode because we are honoring the release of Loki on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers. I have to wait until I get home and watch it with my wife. So I am forbidden from watching it. Uh, However, we are doing a trickster-themed tournament. So we let the guests pick a trickster-esque character. And they're here to represent it. And now I think it's time to meet those uh, fighters. Yeah, let's go ahead and get started with, uh, I guess, Loki, huh? Hello, everyone. I'm Nala, and I will be representing everyone's favorite trickster, god of mischief, Loki Laufeson. Loki is not only a character from Marvel, he is a character from actual Norse mythology. Um, They are very, very tricky. They have played so many pranks on so many people and um, just continue to wreak havoc wherever they go, uh, as you can clearly see in uh, the Loki show. He is the brother of Thor, son of Odin and Freya, and an all-around wonderful, wonderful boy. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, everyone's heartthrob, huh? Everyone's favorite heartthrob in the MCU. For sure. <laughs> all right. I, I, think, I think you misspelled murderer. <laughs> murderer? Well, I don't know. Look, let me correct uh, that for you. I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> Moving right along, we've got... Um, 
another favorite of ours. So Oscar with uh, Bill Cipher. Oscar, introduce yourself to everybody. Hey, everyone. How's it going? I'm going to be fighting as Bill Cipher, a dream demon, master manipulator, and a fan of parties. Fan of parties. All right. Where is, uh, where is Bill Cipher from exactly, Oscar? Bill Cipher is from Gravity Falls, a uh, Disney Disney show. Um, he uh, loves making deals with people. He uh, mostly moves through people's minds. Uh, uh, pulling teeth is a good time for him. That's how he likes to party. Ooh, that's uh, <laughs> very interesting. I'm sure some people out there are into that kind of stuff. Cool. Moving right along. Next, we have our CFN first uh champion faith with uh papuko and papimi let's hear it faith all right so i am bringing to the fight popuko and Me. they are two average 14 year old schoolgirls in the same way that bugs bunny is your average bunny and tom is your average mouse uh they are just two kind of chaos gremlins who go around and just make everything weird and esoteric and not making sense wherever they go and they're from the show pop team epic good stuff thank you as always for being here faith another fun returning member we have gary uh representing a uh, a fun little rabbit gary uh introduce your uh, your character for us absolutely thanks for having me back guys i am representing uh from one of my favorite movies uh monty python and the holy grail the rabbit of uh carbonic and I probably butchered my own uh, character name, but that's kind of a trend nowadays. I'm uh, cute. I'm cuddly, <laughs> but I've got really, really sharp teeth. You're talking about the rabbit, the right? You're, talk- you're talking about the rabbit. I'm cute, right? You're talking about the rabbit, not yourself? <laughs> I'm getting in character type. Uh, okay. Hey, yeah, <laughs> by, by round two, they'll all be their character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> character, no. It starts early and early. Just look at the bones, time. man. Look at the bones! All right, good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. That is our left side of the bracket. Moving right along to our right side of the bracket, um, we've got uh, everyone today is uh, is a returning member. So we got uh, we got Luke uh, representing everyone's favorite Robin Williams character. Go ahead and Luke introduce yourself and your character. Oh, ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, folks. The genie has spent the last 10,000 years stuck in his magic lamp in the Cave of Wonders. Now, finally free, the genie no longer answers to a master, and he is looking for some revenge. So you better be ready to fight the genie from the lamp. A little bit about genie. He's got three rules. Rule number one, he won't bring people back from the dead. Sorry, other fighters. It's not a pretty picture. He doesn't like doing it. Rule number two, he can't make y'all fall in love. Sorry again, fighters. Rule number three, then this one he's willing to bend a bit tonight. Typically, he doesn't kill people, but tonight he won't stand in harm's way. So oh that's a little bit about our all-powerful, uh, semi-phenomenal, nearly cosmic, powerful genie. Amazing. Amazing introduction. That was, uh, that was pretty good, Luke. Thank you so much for that. And uh, so, cool. Moving right along, we got... Uh, a fun fan uh, Looney Tune favorite. Well, I don't know. We got a couple of Looney Tunes fan favorites in here. So uh, we got Chase next. Uh, Chase, let's hear about your uh, Meet Meet character. Yeah, so what's up, man? Uh, Chase, uh, I am representing the Roadrunner from Looney Tunes. Uh, he was actually created by Chuck Jones and Michael Maltese. Uh, he debuted 
so early as the 1949, man. So he's been around for a while. He's got some tricks. Uh, he was even voiced by Paul Julian, which is pretty cool. So they actually had somebody come in and do the beep, beep noise for him. But uh, yeah, man, he's been around for a while. He even got his own show. So we're ready to run some circles and uh, take care of this Jenny for you. Man, I know we got some we got some deep cuts and stabs already happening. So this is uh, this is going to be a fun night, everybody. All right, moving along to our uh, final two. So we've got Ryan with the uh, the the smartest man in the world. Ryan, let's hear about your character. Hey there. Uh, thanks for having me back again for a second week. And uh, I will be representing my favorite character from one of Alan Moore's best graphic novels, uh, The Watchmen. I will be Ozymandias, a uh, wonderful man, world's smartest man, uh, dashing good looks, and uh, understands psychology better than anyone else. Ooh, I'm excited about this Perfect. One. I love the oh, Watchmen I am series. too. I'm excited about all these characters tonight. So... And uh, finally, rounding out our bracket this evening, we've got the face of Looney Tunes represented by Steven. Steven, let's uh, let's hear about your character tonight. I am representing Bugs Bunny. And if you don't know who Bugs Bunny is, uh, I don't really know what to say about that. Because <laughs> he's probably one of the oldest cartoon characters that is still around today. Uh, he was created in 1940 and voiced by the uh, immortal Mel Blanc. So, yeah. I mean, he's Bugs Bunny. What else do you need to say about it? <laughs> Good old Bugs Bunny. Will it be rabbit season today? I guess we'll find out, ladies and gentlemen. That is our right side of the bracket. Let's uh, let's hear it for all of our competitors and all their characters tonight. Woo! Yeah, thank you, everybody. Um, Woo. I, I want to mention that uh, the Genie Roadrunner fight are both guests who have not won yet. So that is a, you know... Somebody's going to go go home a winner tonight. For for all of our newcomers here um, and anybody who just needs a good refresher on the rules. So all of our fights will take place in our CFN arena. Um, so basically the idea is each person needs to know their character's abilities and their characters are going to be in their prime. So none of this, you know, Bruce Wayne in a wheelchair when he's gotten old, you know, it, it's batman in his prime um so the will see each other as a threat which means that there is you know you can't really throw out a like a uh oh this person won't you know hit women the other person is going to be a threat so there is going to be hitting of all types in this fight uh so we are going to be looking for who will win what is the deciding factor why that is the deciding factor and how it plays out so those are our biggest things are who what why and how so we need to hear that from each one of you guys we need specific examples that are very much encouraged and will actually help out in your fight too because it'll help us me and josh as the judges um kind of you know pick our winners and stuff so we do encourage trash talking but it has to be aimed at the character not at the podcast characters are not part of that so have fun um so the decisions are going to be based on your your argument your passion intuition and entertainment value it is not solely based on power set and we've actually just recently introduced a scoring system for us to be able to use so we've got a few different ones that you can go into each kind of bracket depending on what how you feel you want to fight so you have your attack you know history is a good example intuition of your character and of course the entertainment value we cannot stress that into entertainment value enough because this is an audio format you need to paint a picture for our listeners 
Um, so you were going to have a 40-second open argument and a 20-second rebuttal. So a total of 60 seconds to make your argument. So that's going to be going back and forth. So 40-second opening, 40-second opening, 20-second rebuttal, 20-second rebuttal. That way we get an argument out of you guys. So there you go. There is the rules for everybody. Excellent. Yeah, that was a mouthful. Um, cool. So we are going to not waste any time and we're going to get into the first fight. We are going to change it up a little bit tonight and we are going to flip the bracket sideways and or horizontal and vertically and we're going to start at the bottom right with well i'll let uh mr metatron wayne hut let you know uh Ooh, take it away it. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the following contest is fight number one introducing first represented by ryan ozymandias and their opponent Represented by Stephen Boggs Bunny. Starting off with a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, uh, Ryan, are you ready? I am ready. Bugs, Stephen, are you ready? Ready. All right, let's have a good, clean fight. Ryan, <laughs> what is your opening argument for this fight? Your time starts now. Well, you are looking at a man who is undoubtedly the smartest man on the face of the earth is the only human being to use 100% of his brain. With the ability to use 100% of his brain, lets him see how things are going to occur before they even occur. So he knows what is coming at him, even before you can swing at him. Uh, the man is superhuman strength and has the quickness and speed and agility to outbest anyone. Not only that, knows all martial arts to a master. So... He is going to be an extremely hard man to uh, decipher, and he already knows what Bugs Bunny and his uh, little carrot cigar there is going to throw at him. <laughs> wow. Coming out with a with a with an attack on Bugs Bunny. Man, that is brutal. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Bugs, whenever you're done eating your carrots, you can start your uh, opening argument right now. That's exactly what I'll do. I'll take my time and eat my carrots because Bugs, it doesn't matter how fast or strong or smart uh, Ozymandias is, Bugs Bunny is like the embodiment of what they call the Toon Force. So he comically is faster, stronger, and smarter than even on Ozymandias because it's funny. And so no matter what, you, you think you're coming at somebody, but you can't come at somebody who is altogether unpredictable. He's going to react to you, not the other way around. That's also Bugs's, one of Bugs's signatures, is he never initiates the fight. He's always retaliating because he got picked on. So you're coming after him, and he's going to retaliate in kind. Because All right. Yeah. Good old uh, retaliation. Love it. Gotta, uh, gotta cut you off there, unfortunately. That is the rules. Uh, but you will get us a, a rebuttal here in just a minute after uh, Ozymandias. Ozymandias, uh, Bugs Bunny is kind of waiting for your attacks, kind of egging you on. Uh, what are you going to do? Your uh, rebuttal starts now. All right. Well, that is easy. Understanding psychology as well as Ozymandias knows and being similar to one of the greatest pharaohs of Egypt, uh, Ramses II, he will definitely... Uh, be able to decipher Bugs Bunny's little riddles and steer him in a different direction 
making him question whether or not he can actually make these uh, little comments work on Ozymandias. Time! Oof. All right. Oof. Nice little stab at Bugs Bunny back. I love to see it. I love like the the uh, the attacks directly to the characters. Yeah, a little bit of history thrown in there too. Uh, all right, Bugs. Uh, Ozymandias is trying to outsmart you. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? How do you think you're going to handle that? Your time starts now. Again, Bugs is you can't outsmart Bugs because in the end he'll be. You think you got him, and you think you beat him, and you're looking over what you think is his smoking body, and then he hands you a cigar that blows up in your face. Why? Because it's funny. He will always be one step ahead of you because that's the way Bugs is. Bugs is always one step ahead because it's funny. He will hand you that cigar at the end of the at the end and just kaboom right in your face. And there's the end of the and that's the end of the fight. Jim. Man, I love the explosions that we're seeing at the CFN <laughs> arena. It's a good thing that we uh you know we got quite good insurance over here. Exploding cigars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Ozymandias, uh, you got a cigar in your mouth. What are you going to do? Yeah. Jim, do you have any questions for our fighters? Oh, let me see here. So yeah, Steven. So in his description, he talked about, uh, Ryan talked about how Ozymandias can kind of foresee like all kinds of different futures. Um, and with Bugs Bunny being kind of, kind of, you kind of described him a little bit as a fourth wall breaker when you said that because he's, because it's funny. Um, so is, is Bugs Bunny able to kind of handle a, uh, like a, an all seeing kind of person that he hasn't really dealt with before? Indeed. He actually can break the fourth wall. I didn't bring it up cause I was going to hold on to that one, but he does have fourth wall awareness and he does have plot manipulation as one of his powers, so he can change the script to his will because it's funny. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's kind of part of, of Bugs in, in his ability to wield the Toon Force. It's just he can rewrite things to, to fit his narrative. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Ryan, I have a question for you. So Ozymandias is the smartest man in the world. Obviously, he has a lot of intellect. He can use 100% of his brain. What are some other abilities that he can use, like physical attacks or anything? Does he have anything like that? He does. He has uh, incredible strength. And again, like I mentioned earlier, he is a master in every single martial arts uh, form. And uh, he just is very quick and agile, uh, studied similar to a uh, Bruce Wayne in the middle of a, um, you know, uh, very martial arts culture. So, uh, cool. We have calculated both of our scores and we have turned them over to Mr. Metatron. Mr. Metatron, will you please do the honors of announcing the winners of fight number one? Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, Bugs Bunny. Aww. Yes. Yeah. So, so let me uh let me explain uh <laughs> what I'm, what's going on here. So um I I love the um your uh, Ryan I loved your uh backstory on the on Ozymandias. I love that he is um uh, he has a lot of intellect. He has a lot of uh super speed, super strength, all that stuff. He's, I liked when you compared him to Batman. That helped me kind of like that bridge to connect. Um, you had a lot of history. Um, you brought up like the what was it, the Roman Empire um, or one of the one of the emperors. Um, 
However, Bugs with his attacks and everything and his defense, the, the plot thing was a really big defensive thing. That's really hard to get around, to be honest. Um, on top of Steven's just um, kind of entertainment when he's like, yeah, I am just going to finish my carrot and I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Uh, and then the fact that he used like a specific example of putting the cigar in someone's mouth. Um, that Jim, was do you have anything funny. to add? That was pretty funny. I did it. No, I mean, you. Yeah, yeah, I actually did too. And that's kind of what did it for me was like, I guess that kind of entertainment value was like, I got like an amazing picture of like Ozymandias with like a, an exploding cigar in his mouth. It's kind of funnier that it is Ozymandias. Yeah, it was kind of the entertainment value while, I mean, Jesus, Ryan, Ozymandias with you, you had like some great, great stuff there. Like it was, it was really close to me because you had some very good attacks directly to Bugs Bunny. And I love that. I love like that you were able to go, you had the history too. You had the history with like, you know, kind of how he is as a character, what he's been able to kind of do in the past and, and different stuff like that. And that was pretty, pretty phenomenal. Ryan, uh, any last words before you uh, get the zipper across the mouth? Uh, just once again had a great time uh once again uh one of my favorite graphic novel artists always read anything by alan moore and uh it was great to be a part of this program again agreed man anything from alan moore yeah i was gonna say i'm glad you said that i actually have saga of something in my backpack right now (laughs) all right well ryan uh i appreciate you joining us always happy to have you here uh one of these days you are gonna get a win but for now, we are going to send it over to Mr. Metatron, who's standing by with our winner. Steven, you and Bugs uh, pulled out some cigars during the fight. Hopefully you have some you can actually smoke and enjoy here in the winner's circle. Hopefully, yeah, I won't take any cigars from Bugs, so hopefully you got some in the in the winner's circle. This is the first time I'm the first one in. Last time, I, I, I usually am the last one in, and there's nothing left for me. Well, hey, <laughs> hey uh, welcome. Welcome. Enjoy yourself. All right. Uh, congratulations to Steven for nagging, uh, snagging the W. And we're going to move right along to the opposite side of the bracket where we have a growing rivalry, whether Faith knows it or not. <laughs> and we're going <laughs> to kick it over to Mr. Metatron, who's going to introduce fight number two between an anime character and a cute little creature. Ladies and gentlemen. The following contest is fight number two. Introducing first, by faith, Papuko and Pepimi. And their opponent, represented by Gary Rabbit of Carbonog. Woo! Remember, we're all cheering. Remember, we're working Ooh. on that. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> This, this should be an interesting fight. Uh, I know they're both very passionate. Um, strange characters, but I'm excited to hear about them. Uh, Faith, are you ready? Uh, I, I'm ready, Freddy. All right. Uh, Gary, are you ready? Bird girl. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, again, I want to have a clean fight. Um, so, Faith... Your anime duo is interesting. How are they going to start off this fight? Your time starts now. 
Uh, so Popuko and Pipimi, they are really interesting in the fact that they can basically have most of like the more recognizable powers of a familiar pop culture situation. So in they're mostly going to be fighting using your traditional weapons in that medieval time period. So with your maces, with your swords, showing excellent proficiency. And then just like with a few wild cards in there, one of them might just like throw a grenade or get a gun in there. That Something that is going to really kind of like sh mix up the fight and throw that rabbit off its guard. Um, and then one thing to keep in mind with these guys is they're really good at uh, flipping familiar pop culture situations on its head. And the rabbit of character Carbonog is definitely a familiar pop culture situation. At least. Oof. Man, that was pretty brutal with the, 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 the use of the weapons there. Yeah. Uh, Rabbit already has it out for him. So, Rabbit, they're coming at you with all sorts of weapons and explosions. Uh, what are you going to do? Your time starts now. Well, I gotta, I gotta say this: the term "killer bunny" came from this epic Monty Python scene. So, keep that in mind for a specific reason. The fight's gonna go down like this: uh, Pipimi and Papuku, or whatever the hell their names are, they walk into the arena singing "Little Bunny Foo Foo," walking through the forest, scooping up, and then the other one pops in and starts singing. And then they get pissed at each other. They start freaking brawling, and while they're brawling each other. I jump in with my super speed and my ultra sharp teeth and I rip out their throat, spraying blood all over the arena. And if that doesn't work, I can make them soil their outfit as evidenced by Sir Robin. Wow. Our, uh, our refs are definitely going to have to get their gloves on uh, for this fight, for sure, with all that blood coming out. Yeah, is, is poop disqualifying? Is that... <laughs> if they poop their pants? Um... I don't know. <laughs> all right uh faith you have a, a rabbit or sorry papuko and papimi you have a rabbit lunging at you how are you gonna um defend yourself your time starts now so papuko and pipimi this rabbit's gonna come at them and here's how this familiar pop culture situation is gonna flip itself on its head right so the rabbit they miss uh they misjudged him they thought it was gonna be this cute little bunny who they could just kick its ass and it'd be fine but in this flip of the pop culture situation it's the cute little bunny who's like Oh, these little girls. I'm a cute bunny. I'm made to take them down. And then right as he's lunging at them, they're going to turn at him. Stone cold dead eyes. One of them is going to reach out and grab him by the throat before that he can even start something. They're going to stare him down. And then they're just going to go into like one of those big cartoon dust clouds as they just start wailing on this bunny who so foolishly thought that these little girls were just little girls that he could take advantage of. And it's gonna it's gonna be bloody. It's it's gonna have to be censored. That's for sure. And they're gonna end it not Wait, by talking. Hang, hang on, that's got to be over twenty seconds. Basically. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give Gary a, we'll give Gary a bonus fifteen seconds here. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, I am the ref. I tell you when to go. <laughs> All right. Hammer down. Fifteen <laughs> seconds. Yeah, fifteen extra seconds. Uh, yeah, yep, me and my pinstripe referee shirt. Uh, all right, so Rabbit, they're flipping the script on you. What are you gonna do? Your time starts now. Oh, 
I'm I'm quite familiar with attempting to take out people who have underestimated me, which these girls obviously had, even when you decided to change your strategies up. Uh, I was attacked by five people at once, and I took care of them quite easily, killing two of them very quickly. I also have teeth that are so strong that I can behead a man without even attempting to do anything, zipping back and forth, back and forth, not even a problem. And on top of that, these girls' noses look like asses. I think that's a new term. Ass face? Yeah, no longer ass hats. Ass face. There's no way that you're going to take this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you know, man. Get the bleeps ready, Josh. <laughs> brutal. Oh, man. Ass face. <laughs> that's good. All right. Uh, Faith, I have a question for you. Um, you have, You obviously have a somewhat unfair advantage where in the wrestling world we call it a handicap match where it's two against one are there any like disadvantages to having two characters meaning like do they fight with each other or do they bicker or anything like that never when it counts only when it's just kind of alone when like mundane everyday situations but when it's time to go down uh, Pipimi and Popuko are so protective of each other and so fierce to see each other's victory that they're going to see this rabbit as just a threat and just for the honor of their friend, throw down as hard as they can. Okay. Uh, Jim, what do you got? Yeah, I've got, so I've got a question for you, Gary. So obviously you're going up against what is essentially two characters with a murderous rabbit um so do you think that, that the rabbit would be able to be intuitive enough to be able to like potentially try to separate these these uh these two characters or how do you think that they're gonna he's gonna be able to deal with two on one well i'm pure intuition because i don't really think much i'm a killing machine we take a look at the uh at the epic monty python scene i jump from from guy to guy to guy to guy to guy. I'm used to taking down multiple opponents. It's absolutely not even a problem. There's no thought. It's pure intuition. It's killing frenzy. All right, cool. So let's see. It looks like the votes are in. So Mr. Metatron, will you please rip this Band-Aid off? Your winner, Rabbit of Garbana! Woo! No way! Wow. how crazy so jim you had a really good question about how the handicap match and how he's going to deal with two people what are your what are your thoughts on this fight so i think that was kind of what kind of did it for me was he gary came in with a specific example of like the rabbit being able to jump from person to person to person from the movie um so it was not just uh some of the specific examples that i was getting from gary but it was also some of the entertainment of like i mean he was being very descriptive with like like the bloodshed and everything that was happening so that was i think those were like the two big ones for me yeah uh i will say that faith always knows her way around an, uh, an argument faith you did amazing your attacks and everything i'm honestly surprised at myself that Two characters in, like what I said, is essentially a handicap match didn't end up winning. But, you know, um, on the other side, Gary, I did give you an entertainment point for calling them ass faces just because that was like a direct jab at the characters. And I thought that was really fun. But, you know, sometimes we have to make these hard decisions. Um, Faith, do you have anything you would like to say before we uh, bite your heads off? 
Uh, it's been a, a fun time coming. Uh, I had to watch a lot of this show to prepare for this, and it was mind-numbing. Uh, and I, I'm really I'm happy for Gary. I'm happy he can finally have this. He's wanted it for so long. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's 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 just it's nice to see people get what they want in life, you know. Uh, anyway, check out Sirens Den, uh, which is my podcast with Nala, who is gonna kill everybody here. <laughs> Woo! As, as she puts on like her Nala shirt over her regular shirt, <laughs> Nala fan club. Uh, cool, Faith. Uh, always happy to have you here. Of course, yes. Check out uh, Sirens Den. They are. Great, and we love having them on the show. Uh, Mr. Metatron, I see Gary over there. He's actually holding the rabbit. What's what's going on with that? Please be safe. Gary, <laughs> welcome to the winner's circle. You and Rabbit, your fluffy little friend there. Uh, got some blood still around the, the mouth area. Uh, be sure to clean him off before the next round. That'd be nice. Okay, yeah, we'll do. I absolutely brought some carrots. Faith, that was a wonderful fight. Oh, my God. I thought you had it. So... Thank you um, for a very good fight. Okay. I want cookie now. All you can eat is the carrots for the rabbit. You and the rabbit only get carrots. Uh, but maybe uh, maybe we'll get calories to go get some cookies. Uh, all right. So moving on to the next fight here. Moving back across the board, we have... Ooh, this is a good one because someone is going to go home with a victory. Because both of our competitors in this fight have not won yet. So let's go ahead and get into it. Mr. Metatron, will you please uh, announce fight number three? Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is fight number three. Introducing first, represented by Luke, Genie of the Lab. And their opponent, represented by Chase, Roadrunner. So we have two cartoon tricky characters here. Um, Luke, your genie has come out of the lamp. Are you ready to battle Roadrunner? Well, I mean, sure. I mean, it never fails. You get in the bathtub and there's a rub at the lamp and then you got to fight. All right. <laughs> uh, cool. And then uh, Roadrunner, Chase, are you ready to beep, beep? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. We're Perfect, ready Josh. To All right. Uh, all right, Genie, you are out. You are ready to fight. Let's ring that bell. And your first argument starts now. So, uh, Genie can change the uh, wall, uh, the laws of, of nature. So he's just gonna slow the Roadrunner down to a speed of one sixteenth of his speed um, to begin with, and then he's gonna create a road uh, for the Roadrunner. Um, and he's just going to stay out of the way. Yeah, I mean, hey, it doesn't take much to, uh, you know, rick em, rack em, rock em words, stick that sword into the bird. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Chase, you are on the path to what Jeannie thinks is losing. What are you going to do in your open argument? Your time starts now. Yeah, man. So it's uh, it's pretty good you mentioned the road because, I mean, there's actually episodes, uh, one called Beep Beep, another one called Freeze Frame, where the Roadrunner actually can leave the road. So the road doesn't matter. You can create the road. I can leave that. Um, and as far as slowing me down, well, gravity's my friend. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I run off cliffs and I just keep going. So 
I don't really see you slowing me down. So yeah, that's about that. But next question. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he just he left me with so little. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I have other stuff, but I don't want to do it right now. So, uh, Jeannie, Roadrunner has gone off the road. How do you, um, I don't know, how do you prepare for this? Your rebuttal starts now. Well, uh, Jeannie's just going to hover in midair and, you know, let the Roadrunner wear himself out eventually. Roadrunner has gotten tired before. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, he's not impenetrable to tiring. He's, if he can go off the road, which, you know, I'm not sure he can, but if he can, then uh, I'll just, I'm just still going to stay out of the way and let him wear himself out. Time. Cool. Roadrunner, uh, I don't know. Will you, are you going to fatigue? Are you going to get tired? Your rebuttal starts now. So here's the great thing about getting tired. Um, you have like rescue services and stuff. Well, don't forget that the Roadrunner has Geico insurance. Um, we already learned this um, with him and Wiley in recent commercials. So when he gets tired, he's just going to call AAA. They're going to come pick him up and he's going to keep going, man. So you're just going to have to keep <laughs> chasing him and chasing him and chasing him. And- <laughs> Luke, I have a question for you. So you, you kind of uh, kind of came out short and sweet. Um, you didn't really mention anything uh, attack-wise. Jeannie, can you name some things that Jeannie would do like as an offensive uh to like like not a passive offensive like a direct offensive to roadrunner yeah sure uh genie can create uh the ultimate roadrunner uh device that can capture the roadrunner even just from his imagination the thing is going to come down it roadrunner is going to get caught and he's gonna fling the he's gonna turn the roadrunner catcher into just a tiny little thing that he can fling all the way to the cave of wonders Bye bye, Roadrunner. Have fun and your ten thousand years, because I certainly did not. Because he certainly did not. All right, cool. Uh, Jim, what do you got? Yeah, uh, Chase. So the Roadrunner being caught in some of Genie's kind of like world-altering magic. Do you think that the Roadrunner would be able to realize that? And how do you think he would like be able to get himself out of a situation like that? Well, first of all, he's uh, not going to get caught because he is basically, shout out to uh, one one of my old fights, he's basically the MacGyver of the situation. He's going to figure it out before it already happens. Um, I mean, he is a cartoon. He can do whatever he wants with dimensional space and all that. So, uh, yeah. Right. All right. Wow. Good. Good stuff from both of you guys today. Yeah, that was uh, good. All right. So, while we... uh... While we tally our votes here, uh, let me tell you that one of the, like, uh, like I said before, one of you guys is going to uh, move forward and get a victory, and the other one is going to continue to search for that first victory. Nice, nice. They're getting really good at this part. <laughs> may be a gimmick or may not be. We'll find out right now when Mr. Metatron announces the winner. Your winner, Roadrunner! Meet, meet. <laughs> oh my god uh, so um I- i'm gonna be honest uh to me you didn't give me enough in the first uh in the first round um it was the the road um the road trap um i wanted to hear more about 
I kind of expect the genie to come out swinging. Um, he's a magical being. Um, I'm sure you had stuff kind of uh, sitting back there that you may not have, have pulled out right away. Um, but Roadrunner, Chase, you, you were really good at, you know, listing specific examples from the thing. Um, Gina, you did that as well. But Roadrunners was more defensive. And then your entertainment value where you were like, you know, I gave you a point for shout out to my old fight where you referenced an old show and uh, kind of worked it into your argument. That was really entertaining. Um, Jim, help me out here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, Luke, you you definitely gave some good good attacks um, from mm -hmm. Genie with the use of like uh, the the road, like the never ending road, um, and things of that nature. But you know, I, I've said it before on this on this show that I'm always a sucker for like when characters have a response to everything. Um, and that's kind of what happened here is is Chase kind of had a response for every single thing that you kind of threw at him. Um, but I mean, it was a, it was a good fight from both of you guys. Um, Chase, I will be completely honest. I gave you hella entertainment points for the uh, the Geico reference because that was like that's what it that was. was like deep Internet. Like, you know, you have to like really know this character a lot. And I was like, that was pretty wicked. I was not expecting that at all. So um, but yeah, I mean, I did like that. You had a, a lot of specific kind of references. You had a lot of answers for what genie was throwing at you so kudos to both of you guys for that fight uh last thing i'll mention is luke i did give you points for the uh putting him in a trap and like squeezing him down into a tiny shape and then flicking him across the world that was so funny i just imagine like you definitely got entertainment points for that one yeah you definitely got entertainment points but of course you know how character fight night goes one advances one does not um, so is there anything you would like to say or plug before we, uh, put you away for 10,000 years? Uh, yeah, working on a couple of things right now. Um, our seed and spark should be coming out here soon. All right. Thanks a lot, uh, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Hope to have you back. Um, so Mr. Metatron, I see Chase running over there very fast or sorry, Roadrunner running over there very fast. Um, if you can track him down and stop him, can you get a post-fight interview? Mr. Roadrunner, Hell, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> hey, 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 yeah, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whoa, pump What's the brakes up? here. Prank, pump the brakes here, buddy. Uh, you made it back to the winner's circle. Um, there might be some bird seed in the back. Jim, can you help help us out with this here? <laughs> can you make sure I, there's man, like you were cardboard. doing such a good job, Wade, that I didn't really have anything this week because you were uh, <laughs> you had everything set up already for him over there. Um, yeah, I uh, was running a little late from all my errands today so i did not get a chance to stop and pick anything up from the dollar store so uh i mean man just take this opportunity to relax and to kick it our uh, our room is uh, very comfortable yeah um, Jim, you know you know what they say if you're not first you're last so uh we got to get going it's nice to be here uh never seen this room and um <laughs> the, couch, the couch has a stain on it guys it still has a stain. before you go oh, no. i do want to no. give you a Big congrats on uh, on snagging your first win. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Uh, it was a great fight. I didn't really know. I mean, it was the genie. I had to go with something. Um, I was just super happy about the Geico thing at the last minute. Uh, I didn't even think about it. Like, I knew the commercial and all that. But as soon as he started saying, saying about getting tired, I was like, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love it. It was, a, it was a good rebuttal, and uh, it got you the win. So congrats. Um, enjoy the winner's circle. And let's move on to our last fight 
of the first round. I don't want to. I don't want to do Mr. Metatron's job. So, Mr. Metatron, uh, before I uh, put you out of business, will you please introduce fight number four? Good luck with that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lady, ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is fight number four. Introducing first, represented by Nala Loki, and their opponent, represented by Oscar Bill Cipher. <laughs> that was oh, so right. good. I like his name the best. <laughs> uh, cool. Loki, Nala, are you ready for your fight? Um, um, but you know, I'll be a good sport here, and I'll, I'll give Oscar the first hit. Ooh. Not because of any nefarious plans or anything. I'm just, you know, Loki's just nice like that. <laughs> all right oscar are you ready for the fight all right uh fighters tap gloves i want a good clean fight and tap, bill, tap. <laughs> bill cypher loki has won the toss and deferred to you you go first your opening argument starts now all right well bill is a dream demon and loves to make deals uh <clears throat> i think he would begin by manipulating loki and uh uh, for example, he uh, manipulated the smartest man in the world in uh, this universe and uh, uh, by offering him discoveries and knowledge. And uh, he won over the main character by offering him also discoveries and you know, just general fame. He would uh, win over Loki with a display of his power. He can become really, really big, uh, very huge, and maintain that mass. And uh, after striking a deal, maybe party it up with all his demons. Um who are all eldritch horrors, and uh, maybe turn into everyone to stone, and uh, break Loki emotionally. Time. Damn, that was a good opening argument. <laughs> you you guys always bring it like super hard, and I I love to see it. All right, Loki. Bill Cipher has come out swinging, as probably you expected it. What are of you going to do about it? <laughs> time starts now. Of course, I expected this, and I'm joking. I also have my own plans. You are like a, a less, lesser version of Miss Minutes, and you do not scare me. You cannot break what's already broken, for one. I am a god, the god of mischief. I have powers that you couldn't even believe. I've taken so many forms, from beasts to horses to the opposite gender. There is no limit to my power. And as far as manipulating people, I have done that countless amounts of times. I have gotten into their minds, disassembled their realities. I also know how to manipulate people and trick them, of course. Ah, <laughs> wow. Uh, did somebody tell Nala that she needed to be here for this? Or did uh, Loki just step in himself? I'm, I'm saying. All right, Bill Cypher. Uh, Loki's trying to get into your head. Your rebuttal starts now. Well, Loki may know a lot. Uh, he does not have infinite knowledge, and Bill Cipher has been around for a long, long time, uh, almost throughout eternity. And uh, Loki may know a lot of tricks with the mind, uh, but Bill Cipher can make those a reality by, like, one time rearranging all the holes on someone's face. Um, yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like, I like the mic drop. The, yeah, I was like, I like the period at the end. The yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
right. Uh, Loki, Bill Cipher is, uh, I-, I guess he's wanting to rearrange your pores. Um, <laughs> so your rebuttal starts now. <laughs> That's cute. But I'm a shapeshifter. I can just rearrange them back. And as far as you being here for all of eternity, blah, 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 time, 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 I don't need that. I go wherever I want. I literally opened up. I blew up the sacred timeline. I can go anywhere. I'm time, time. Ooh. Man, do we have portal insurance or time rip insurance on the CFN arena? Because we're definitely going to need it after this fight. So, all right. Um, Bill Cipher, Oscar. Bill Cipher. You're, you are Bill Cipher. Um, you have been around for a long time. Loki has been around for a long time, like you guys said. Um, when it comes to a battle of wits... You guys sound pretty evenly matched. Um, what kind of physical attacks does Bill Cipher have, if any? Uh, telekinesis, um, size alteration. He can uh, make his body parts bigger, you know, big old punch. Um, he has a laser beam that comes out of his eye that can uh, melt steel. So, you know, uh, okay. Loki's made out of flesh, you know, a little a little less strong than steel. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Those are those are attacks. Uh, Jim, what do you have? Uh, yeah, so uh, Loki, how do you deal with um, something that can like kind of physically enter <laughs> your head and kind of drive you from the inside? I know you have like some mind abilities as well too, but he can physically enter into your head. How do you deal with that? Well, I also have telepathy. And I've been familiarized with the Mind Stone. That's how I use to, you know, start the events in Avengers uh, was through giving, like, giving people their worst nightmares. I have dealt with this stuff before. And again, I'm a pretty damaged character. You can't <laughs> break what's already broke. It's never going to be fixed. Oh. Uh, does anybody have any tissues? <laughs> Um, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. My, I'm a frost giant. My tears just freeze. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we're going to find out who wins right after this. Just kidding. Right now, Mr. Metatron, please announce the winner of the final first round fight, please. Your winner, Loki! Finally, I've won something. Oh my god. Things are turning around for us. <laughs> Jim, you were team Loki. Tell tell uh tell tell Whoa. what you think about her. <laughs> Whoa. Really, really pulling back the curtain. Uh I don't want to get beat up by Oscar on this one, but um <laughs> so uh yeah, I mean, dude, the specific examples was just like off the chart um i mean you you kind of had like everything that you needed to from what bill cypher was throwing at you you literally like came back at it with a specific example and i think that's really where where it got me you had a few attacks a few direct attacks which was pretty cool um as well too uh but man i mean bill cypher oscar you had some really great stuff as well too you you really like knew your character you had some history on your character as well too um and then 
like again the attacks uh you had you definitely had like a few more of the attacks than than um than loki did so i mean kudos again to both of you guys for for everything that you guys right here this was this was a tough one obviously um my input nala right off the bat i gave you two points for entertainment for embodying the character and being loki i thought that was great <laughs> um you had some attack as defense you also had really good passion um the reason that i went with bill cypher if we're pulling the curtain completely back oscar you you gave a specific example about rearranging uh holes um for obviously i thought about spongebob but i know that's you know whatever um <laughs> <laughs> you you came out swinging I, I gave you entertainment points i gave you points for attack and some points for history because you brought up like his backstory and stuff and i thought that was really interesting you kind of let off with that so really 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 great um it could have gone either way it's just the way the the cookie crumbles but amazing fight you guys look great um i want to go watch gravity falls now because he looks like a a illuminati character (laughs) or something think of it as like kind Mm. of a prequel to rick and morty like same same people same creators and stuff it's really good um well oscar unfortunately you will not be the two-time champion uh but there's always next time. Is there anything you would like to say or plug before we, um, I don't know, portal you to a different dimension? <clears throat> no, that was a hell of a fight. That was real fun. Uh, yeah, no. It was. Keep watching uh, Siren's Den. And uh, yeah, you can probably banish him back to the second dimension where everything's nice and flat. He hates it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mr. Metatron, I would be careful with this one, but Loki is on his way to the winner's circle. Loki, Nala. Uh, characters don't usually get embodied until the the semifinals, but you showed up early tonight and took the win. How are you feeling in this trickster's paradise? Uh, I'm feeling great. I didn't fully embody him. I, I, I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna pump up my British accent now. Then, if this is what you want. <laughs> um, but again, it it feels great to be here. I don't know, or probably I should just stop. I I appreciate it. Yeah, apparently British accents win matches. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I figured we'd switch it up, you know? That's what Loki does. Tricked y'all. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, congratulations to Nala for advancing to the second round. But now we are going to flip right over to the semifinals on the right side of the bracket, where Mr. Metatron is standing by to announce the fighters. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is fight number five. Introducing first, represented by Steven Bugs Bunny, and their opponent, represented by Chase. Beep beep! It's the Road Runner. Yeah, I uh, I can go to bed happy tonight, and all that Mr. Metatron did his Road Runner impersonation. <laughs> uh, cool. So we have congratulations to you two for advancing. Uh, first and foremost. And we are going to kick it off here in just a second. Uh, Roadrunner, are you prepared? Yes, we are ready to go. All right. Bugs. Wait, who won? I don't even remember. Bugs Bunny, are you ready to go? (laughs) (laughs) I am ready to go. All right. Let's get this Looney Tunes showdown off and running. Uh, Roadrunner, will you please tell us how you're going to open this fight? Your first argument starts now. So, I mean, I was just running around and uh, t- 
took a wrong turn, saw this dude in Albuquerque, and was like, hey, we got to fight. So uh, he says his name is Bugs Bunny. He's some big shot. But um, we're going to have a race, and uh, we're going to see what's going on because uh, he's pretty quick. But I'm not too sure what he's got for me. We did a movie uh, together. It was actually a collection of shorts, but um, he didn't have a short. Mm, I did. He was just a narrator. <laughs> There's the stabs. I love them. All right. Cool. Yeah, that was uh geez. So uh Bugs Roadrunner is taking uh emotional stabs at you. <laughs> what are you gonna do about this? Your time starts now. Well, someone's gotta host the movie and you know, why not the best guy? So, you know, who better to host than than the top dog? And that's kind of how it goes. And race, why race when I could just, you know, hang out and like the genie did, just let him run around in circles, let him tire himself out and then just casually walk up to him and say, hey, what's up, doc? And keep on going. Bugs' is, domination of the Toon Force is, is greater than the, the Roadrunner's as the Roadrunner was only able to beat the Coyote where Bugs is able to beat just about anybody. And so... Basically, he'd be just bored of the Roadrunner and would take his time to do with him what he wants. Maybe play with him, pull some tricks on him here and there, make him run through some tunnels and fall down some holes that he drew in the drew in the middle of the road. But, you know, that's how it goes with Bugs. He's a trickster. Roadrunner, Bugs is getting bored with you. Uh, I think you might need to step up your attacks. Your rebuttal starts now. Well, you see, I mean, the first episode that I ever showed up in was Fast and Furious. Well, guess what? Then Diesel made a movie after me. And one thing you don't mess with is family. So you're not just going to mess with me. You're going to mess with my wife, Matilda, and my three sons from the 1958 episode Desert Dessert. Oh, yeah, that was on your vacation funnies. Yeah. See, I'm everywhere Bugs goes because Bugs isn't really number one. He's just kind of there. and then. We bring in the real show, so it's all good. And as far as holes, man, gravity doesn't apply. We we've been over this. Time. All right. Uh, Roadrunner's feeling pretty confident, uh, Bugs. I uh, want to see how you're going to round out this fight. Your rebuttal starts now. I would disagree. Bugs definitely is number one. That's why he's the mascot of the franchise. You know, he he knows he's in. He commands the fourth wall. He commands plot manipulation. And the holes in gravity would work because they don't work for the road or for Wiley Coyote, but Bugs isn't Wiley Coyote. In the same way, an Acme Rocket doesn't work for the Wiley Coyote, they work for Bugs. And even if it backfires, it backfires in Bugs's favor. So it, it, you you've never come up against Bugs Bunny. You've only ever gone against the failings of the Coyote. Time. Oh, wow. right. <laughs> yeah, somebody's leaving here bloody tonight. Jeez. Uh, okay, so uh, Roadrunner, Chase, you gave a lot of, uh, a lot of backstory. Um, are there any specific attacks or defenses that Roadrunner might use against uh, bugs that you might have missed? Well, I mean, there is an attack, yes, but 
that what he said about the whole products thing and Acme is actually Chuck Jones actually wrote in the rules of making a Roadrunner episode that no Acme product can actually act against the Roadrunner. Um, he can go up and push buttons and it doesn't work. I mean, he can stand on the trap. It won't work. And as far as attacks, yeah, I can spin bugs up in a cyclone and he won't know which way's down. Yes, sir. We have both right. defense and attacks. Very cool. Uh Jim, what do you what do you got? Yeah. Uh so Steven, so we all know that Roadrunner is the probably the fastest character in the Looney Tunes universe. How does Bugs Bunny deal with a quickster like Roadrunner? Well, Bugs again, because of his mastery of of Looney Tunes and the Tune Force, he's actually one of the few characters that is faster than, or at, maybe not faster, but as fast as the Roadrunner. He appeared in a comic where, or in a, a short where uh, he went up against the Coyote and basically did the same things that the Roadrunner does. Uh, he's also able to stop the Tasmanian Devil, which is one of the few characters in the Looney Tunes universe that can do so. So if he can stop the Tasmanian Devil, I don't think he'd have any trouble grabbing a hold of the Roadrunner. Right. Well, yeah. Well, well thought, gentlemen, both of you. And before we get the uh, the winner of the match and kind of discuss our points, I want to give a point to Jim because he said "quickster," <laughs> which sounds like I know. It's not about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give you an entertainment. Totally, point totally <laughs> planned. Still got a point. Got me. You got me. Would have been better if you said "quickster," "trickster," but I'll let it slide. You know, next time. Yep, next time. Uh, cool. <laughs> so, Mr. Metatron, will you please announce the winner to fight the Looney Tunes semifinals? Your winner, Bugs Bunny! Oh, man, yeah, that was tough. Good fight. Good fight. That yeah. was a good one. Uh, Chase, you dropped a metric ton of history, which I loved. From specific examples of uh, episodes to specific examples of, like, I didn't know the Roadrunner had a family, and I learned that tonight because of you from a specific episode. Um, not to mention your your entertainment value and stuff was awesome. Uh, attack, defense, you know, your, your um, tornado, and uh, not being able to get injured by Acme device stuff all really really worked in your favor um jim what do you uh what do you think about bugs yeah i mean you know you had a lot of you know, both of you guys had really good specific examples and i totally expected that because this is a Looney Tunes matchup so kudos to both of you guys for that um you know bugs bunny definitely had i think you had a lot more like defense on this because of you know, like Bugs Bunny as a character, which also kind of plays in like the history of like the character. And again, the specific examples, all these kind of like go hand in hand with each other. But, you know, this was such a close fight for me. This one came down to the tallies, but you guys both killed it with this one. That was uh, heartbreaking. I really wanted Chase to advance, but uh, maybe next time. Uh, Chase, you know, you got your first victory, so you're on the road you're on the right path hopefully next time we can uh you know you can get another w and hopefully make it to the finals uh anything to say before we uh it's okay man i actually uh i know this room a lot better and that other room was weird 
and um, <laughs> the uh, bird seed was crap. Y'all kind of set me up on that one. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, but yeah, man. Um, check me out on Instagram, beer and stuff. Um, got a trip to Alaska coming up, so I'll have some cool uh, pictures and stuff coming up. Um, always follow this show and everybody else. Um, great time tonight. Good to get a W. That was fun. And I mean, it's the freaking Roadrunner, dude. If he got one win, that was a freaking championship right there. So, uh, I mean, Bugs Bunny, like he said, is number one character. I mean, kind of hard to go up against it, but I'm super happy that two Looney Tunes made it that far. That's that's awesome. So, uh, I hope he comes out uh, swinging and takes it for the Looney Tunes team, man. Yeah, the I love squad. the sportsmanship. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love the sportsmanship on that, dude. Thank you so much for being here as always, Chase. That was that was great. So uh, right on, a pleasure, man. I'll be back. Excellent. Yeah, we look forward to it. Uh Mr. Metatron, uh Bugs is back. What's up, Doc? <laughs> Sorry, I'm still right. on your lines here. Um yeah. Plenty of carrots to munch on. Uh, how do you feel as the winner coming out of the Looney Tunes semifinal? That was a good one. He put up a really good fight, and man, I I didn't think I I was surprised that I got that. I thought he actually had me on a couple of those, especially with the the Acme reference. So very good fight, and I hope yeah, I hope I'm gonna take it for us Looney Tunes guys. So we're gonna we're gonna win this. Well, good luck. Excellent. All right. Well, bugs is uh hopefully not. <laughs> making any holes or anything in the uh winner's circle uh let's go to our next semifinal match where mr metatron i feel like i'm overworking you tonight but will you please introduce the semifinals for the left side of the bracket ladies and gentlemen the following contest is fight number six introducing first represented by gary rabbit of carabana and their opponent, represented by Nala Doki. Oh my God, Gary! I just Yay. realized that Gary. I just realized that you knocked out one siren's den, and now you have to face another siren. Ah. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Gary. It sounds like you are ready for the fight. Uh, Loki, are you ready for the fight? I'm really, really bummed. I was, I was replying some really good stuff. <laughs> and no no one heard any of it. Typical Loki. All right. Well, Loki, Rabbit, it's a weird fight, but I'm excited for it. Go ahead and tap, I don't know, Loki tap, whatever, his paw or something. Uh, head to your corners. Good, clean fight. Let's get it on. Uh, Loki, your opening argument starts now. Oh, pathetic. A bunny? Oh, Lord. Um, okay, I've dealt with animals before. I will just either turn into a... I'll just turn into a bunny-eating animal. Yeah, let's just do that. I'll do that. I'll turn into a wolf. No bunny can scare me. I will... I'll, I'll pick my teeth with your bones. I can shapeshift. Thanks. Okay. Uh, coming out as a wolf. Interesting. Uh, rabbit, you got a wolf on you. What are you going to do? Your opening argument starts now. Fun fact. There was actually a real rabbit in the movie and a puppet while he was slaughtering five men who would easily overpower a wolf. Go ahead and become a wolf. That's fine. You're an easier target that way. I'm not even concerned. Remember, 
I have super speed. I'm nasty. And I really, really like rip threats. All right. Interesting. This is getting crazy right off the bat. Uh, <laughs> so, Loki, you got a rabbit who's not scared of wolves. What are you going to do? Your rebuttal starts now. Well, I don't care. Fine. I'll, I'll transform back into Loki, and I'll just call my wolf son to be the wolf in this scenario. But you can take down five men, all right. I can project myself, make hundreds of myself. How are you going to know which one's the real one? Really, really easy to take you down when you're distracted by illusions. Uh, Rabbit, which one is the real Loki? Your rebuttal starts now. I'm a dumb killing machine. I'll sniff it out. I'll know exactly which one. Secondly, on top of that, before Loki even decides to do that, I'll use my super and my super strength that I can use, um, that I can bite through armor with and beat the ever-living hell out of them and the Avengers. Way to say puny god, if I could, but I don't need to. I'm, I'm speechless. I know. This is this is intense. Jim, do you have anything? <laughs> I know, I know. It's uh quite the fight. Yeah, they both came out really, really prepared. So, okay, you know what? Yeah, I do have a question. So, Gary, uh, you've mentioned about the killer rabbit going up against humans. Um, but he, I, I, as far as I know, I don't think he's ever faced a god. How does the killer rabbit deal with a god like Loki? I cannot be harmed by Loki's magic. The only thing that can kill me is the holy hand grenade of Antioch. So I won't take any damage anyway. Zero difference to me. Oh, yeah, and about that hand grenade, I don't think Loki has one of those. Good stuff. Mic dropping, or grenade dropping. Uh, Loki, you have a rabbit who's not scared of you, who wants to bite your throat out. And are there any, like, I know there's attacks and everything that you're talking about. Are there any defensive um, or what are some defensive uh, moves that Loki can do to save his throat against the rabbit? Of course. Well, I'll just say that Loki has gotten multiple beatdowns. He is a pretty strong character. As far as defense goes, I'd say um, interdimensional teleportation. I'll just take the bunny into a Another realm and leave him there. And again, I do have a huge array of allies that I can call upon. But as far as one on one, I'm also really good with a knife. Hey, geez. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, that's, uh, I can't multitask. Give me one second. <laughs> I know. This is, this is, this one, guys. Wow. Like, this is, I think, personally, by far the toughest, uh, the toughest fight that I've had to like judge, I think ever, like since I've started doing this. So you guys really brought it this week. All right. So now that we have our votes in, let's send it down to Mr. Metatron Wade Hunt for the winner of the semifinal match and to find out who our second finalist is. Your winner, the rabbit of Oh, oh, my, oh my god! god. <laughs> wow! <laughs> uh, wow! You gotta be. Kidding. I see how it is. <laughs> um, I'm 
speechless. Jim, you you take over. I'm gonna go pass out. <laughs> um. Wow. <laughs> I'm just as shocked as you guys are. This is insane. This is insane. Um. God, Loki, you just. I mean, you had a lot of a lot of good stuff to to throw at the rabbit, but uh, Gary, with the you know, again, kind of with that like you know speed of being able to answer like the the multi, you know, being Loki being able to like copy himself essentially. But what really got me about that was the resistant to magic. That was huge. That was huge against like the god. Um. So I mean, God, good, good. Uh, good arguments from both of you guys i'm like i'm just trying to get my words together after this one let me just let me interject and say that um loki for what it's worth uh i kept your entertainment points from the last round and put them over so i gave you entertainment points for for being in characters and nala kudos to you for for sticking through that that was awesome to listen to um as far as your attacks and stuff i, I thought you had great attacks um, you also had great defense. You also hit specific examples. And uh, on the other side, Rabbit, you had the same thing. You had some good attacks. You had a, a good defense. And you also threw out some specific examples. So this literally came down to the wire. And I know we say this a lot on Character Fight Night, but this fight could have gone either way. And, you know, I, I would have been surprised either way, but I also wouldn't have been surprised because... It was that close. So with that being said, Nala, I will sadly have to ask you, is there anything you would like to plug or say before the rabbit takes your head? Of course. Um, Well, first off, I'd just like to say that Loki never dies. So I'll be back one way or another. Um, Even though I've lost, I do help people become better versions of themselves. So you're welcome, Gary. I'm 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 pretty used to this. This is not a surprise for me. But as always, it was really fun being here. <laughs> yes, it was. You're amazing. Um, of Go course. check out the podcast, The Sirens Den. I'm in it with Faith. Uh, we're gonna go and be sad together. Uh, so Sirens Den, you guys, you guys covering Loki also? Yes, we are. Yeah, we actually have a breakdown episode on every episode that's coming out of Loki. Excellent. Yeah. So if you're uh, if you're having Loki mania, like a lot of people are right now, head over to Sirens Den and get some more Loki content. Um, Nala, it's always a pleasure to have you here. I'm excited to have you back. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited what other character I'll bring in. And hopefully I can take him all the way. I am pulling for anyone. And I hope you do, too, because I would I'm like a real to see underdog here. I would like to see gold back in Siren's Den. <laughs> Likewise. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Metatron, uh, Gary's, I don't know, he's hes petting this rabbit and he's, he's all weird. Can you talk to him? Gary, you've made it. You've extinguished the Siren's Den tonight in the tournament. How are you feeling? Are you confident going into the main event against Bugs Bunny? That's a bunny fight. I, I didn't see that one coming. I'll say that much. Nala, you fought very, very well. It was a tremendous honor brawling you. Um, I will say one thing, though. This bunny's ready to go. He's looking at me like uh, he's probably going to tear my throat. So should probably feed him some carrots. 
Good uh, luck to you, sir. All right. This is the moment that I have been waiting for. <laughs> Jim, I think you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. We are looking at the championship match coming up. And with that comes a slightly new set of rules. We are going to be kind of keeping the same format going back and forth between each of them. So we are going to be shortening the time, though, because this is basically your time to drop your final bomb. So we're going to have 15 second arguments back and forth. So it's a 15 second opening argument and then 15 second rebuttal with the addition of an of another rebuttal. So you have a second 15 second rebuttal that gives you an extra time to be able to drop any other final arguments, any other final bombs, um, or to be able to come back and hit your other opponent. So we uh, we're excited about this one, guys. Yes, we are. And I have dubbed the finale, the Battle of the Bunnies. <laughs> I mean, Battle of the Buns. <laughs> I've been I've been waiting to say that since we made the bracket. Leave me alone. Let me have my moment. <laughs> uh, I never, I honestly never thought we would have Battle of the Bunnies the way we set up the bracket. But here we are, and that's what happens on Character Fight Night. Cool. Yeah. So we went over the we went over the rules. I'm very excited for the competitors. Mr. Metatron, we've made it to the finals. You doing okay over there? I'm doing great, Josh. That's good. You ready to uh you ready to see these finals go down? More than ready. All right, let's get to it. Will you please announce the uh finals? Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is the main event for Character Fight Nights Tricksters Paradise. The Battle of the Buns. Introducing first, represented by Stephen Bugs Bunny. And their opponent, represented by Gary Rabbit of Garbanog. Oh, yeah. Remember, cheers. <laughs> while, uh, while Rabbit is catching its breath from the last match, Bugs Bunny, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, how you feeling? You ready for this fight? I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm ready to try out the new format. Excellent. Rabbit of Carabinog, are you ready for the finals? I'm ready, and yeah, let's do this. All right, bunnies, please tap your weird little paws together and then head to your corners. And bugs, whenever you're ready, your opening argument starts now. Well, like I said before, as Bugs is the wielder of the Toon Force and Tune Force and has fourth wall manipulation and like the plot manipulation. Like I said, he could just watch and and observe the the rabbit of Chernobog and see what he's going on and see what he has going on. And the other thing is Bugs Bunny is a cartoon. You cannot bite the head off Bugs Bunny. It's been shown that even when the animators erase his head, he's still able to function and fought back. So you can't really how are you going to rip a head off something that is a cartoon? Because he can just I... throw his head back. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got these quick rounds. So, uh, you know, get it out. Say what you need to say. Uh, Rabbit, here we go. Your opening argument starts now. Yeah, that's cool. I don't have to be hedgy. I can rip your throat out. I can go and just uh, get you in my teeth and, and just utterly ruin your day. I'm not even worried about that whatsoever remember bugs bunny's lazy so he's going 
to not be able to keep up with the aggression and the pure wanton destruction that I bring as a rabbit of Carabinog. Uh, as evidence that uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail have constantly been underestimated, and there was a scene within the cave in which the died, so there are fourth wall breakings uh, within Monty Python and the Holy Grail as well. Not even concerned. Bugs, yeah, this rabbit is in a cave now. Uh, What are you going to do? Your first rebuttal starts now. In a cave is no big deal because, you know, rabbits live in holes, and so that's where Bugs is is very familiar. And also, as as shown in in other media, such as like movies like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, only a tune can kill another tune. So unless you've got a tune gun or something like that hanging out in your cave, I'm sure Bugs would actually be able to find the uh, holy hand grenade of Antioch because Bugs would be able to do something like that. He would be able to open up a box and be like, ain't I a stinker? Time! Uh, Rabbit isn't Bugs a stinker. Your first rebuttal starts now. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree that you might, but killing isn't funny. Killing is actually kind of brutal and it's disgusting. And that's what I specialize in, not what you specialize in. So go to your uh, carrot over the eggs and uh, go ask somebody what's up because I'm going to tear you to pieces. I'm... Okay. All right. Uh, cool. Bugs, uh, time for your final swing to ensure victory. Your. Final rebuttal starts now. This is used to dealing with with people that are uh, hunters and killers. And like I said, he can stop the Tasmanian devil, which shreds everything in its path. He can hypnotize and, you know, uh, he can hypnotize Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam into doing what they want. And those are, they're they're supposed to be experienced hunters and and gunslingers. And he gets the better of them all the time. So dealing with uh, someone who's bloodthirsty is no big deal. You have to deal with a cartoon who can bend the laws of physics and do with it as he likes. Can... Uh, Rabbit, now is your last stand. Let's see what you got. Your Absolutely. final rebuttal starts now. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, first off, the holy hand grenade exists in the Looney Tunes world, so you would have to be able to bring it in, which I don't think you can do, even if you break the a wall. So it boils down to whether or not you can actually be fist fight be able to do. Hands down. Um, Alright. Cool. Um, so, Gary, there's a lot of uh, repetition I hear in your in your arguments. Um, is there anything outside of the box of throat gripping that the, uh, the bunny mate want to try uh, to pull out of his weird little rabbit pocket uh, in order to beat bugs? Or is it just straight throat ripping? I mean, because that's cool too. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, well, the only other thing that I would have is uh, how cute and cuddly I am and how deceptive I can be. So that's uh, that's what I would have to say. And that's all I got. Excellent. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Jim, what are you, uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, uh, Steven, so uh, how are uh, how are Bugs Bunny, uh, how's Bugs Bunny's fighting abilities, like hand-to-hand fighting abilities? What uh, Do you have any kind of idea of how he might be able to how, hold together in a fight? Uh, yeah, he's actually been shown, I mean, it, it, he's deceptively strong. He does have superhuman powers. There's 
you know, parts where he, like I said, he can stop the Tasmanian devil, who's one of the strongest characters in the Toon universe. But there's also times where, like, he was playing a bullfighter and he stopped a bull raging at him with his bare hands. I mean, he, so he is strong. He, just because he chooses not to fight hand to hand and just mess with people, you know, mind wise, would be like his, his ultimate ability is he's just a trickster. He likes to have fun with these people, but ultimately he is exceeding, exceptionally strong. Yeah, I don't, Jim. I don't like this. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this was quite the fight that uh, I don't think any of us were expecting. So, uh, good on you both. Yeah, yeah, both excellent fighters. You, you both deserve to be here. Um, obviously, you're the best, the two best tricksters of the tournament. So, congratulations for making it to the finals. But only one of you will get the win. So now is the time where Mr. Metatron picks up his uh, golden microphone over there and presents the championship belt to the winner. Your winner of Trickster's Paradise, Battle of the Bud, Bugs Bunny! Woohoo! Oh, man. Oh, man. Good fight. Oh. Yeah, dude. That was t- I could feel I, the I, tension I, in the I, air. I, I thought I lost again. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good one. So let me start with that was Gary. That a great fight. Yes, absolutely. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Gary, whenever you chose this character, you, you kind of said you were choosing this character ironically. And you were like, I'm just going to have fun with it. Did you ever see yourself making it to the finals with the rabbit of Cavanaugh? I had no idea. I I literally was built to kill Faith. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think process. I was going to make it past uh, Nala. And I got to the finals and I'm like, wow, I literally have nothing to fight with. <laughs> so you heard that, man. That was a great uh, A lot yeah. of fun as always, man. So. I mean, even even with your limited like skill set and attacks, you still made it very difficult for Jim and I to make this decision on yeah. who would win this. Well, I like on my notes, I have Bugs Bunny and it's blank, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> 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 I I appreciate the opportunity. All right, uh, Mr. Metatron, will you please do me one more favor if it's not too much trouble? Mm, okay. <laughs> Will you please present Steven with his second CFN championship belt? Steven, two-time character fight night tournament champion. Trickster's Paradise, how are you feeling? Let me know. Again, that was a tough one. Uh, I, I thought he had me very well done, very well fought. <laughs> and like you guys and everyone, I, I was not expecting to be or even to see the rabbit of Karen of Karenabog in, in the finals. So that was just awesome to see anyways. So it was a great, great fight and tense. I didn't, I thought he had me very much. I thought he had me. So good fight. And I'm happy that I won. Happy to be sitting in the, in the winner's circle yet again. Battle of so the I, buns was a little unexpected, but I'm here for it. And we're all happy to see it. Congratulations. <laughs> it, it definitely was. So I, I have to say, just a few things um your specific examples again were really great your uh your attacks and your defense were just it was kind of like jim said earlier you had responses for a lot of things that gary came at you with the rabbit 
And like I've said on previous episodes, counters go a long way with me. You know, if you're able to counter something and you're able to defend your um, your character, that that means that you know your character and you're able to to do that. Um, Jim? Yeah, um, Steven, you got a lot of intuition points uh, from me on this one. Um, just again, for the kind of that same thing, like having an answer, having a lot of very specific examples um, and kind of knowing like what, the character can do um and you know that you just really knocked it out of the park with bugs bunny i didn't know what to expect um and i'm glad it was this thank you thank you i, I it's it's bugs is, bugs is such a great character that it's kind of hard and it's kind of he has so much like so, there's so much bugs bunny out there that it's kind of hard to not have an answer for everything when you play a character like that because he is a he he's old you know like he's got a he's got depth yeah so thank you but yeah it was a lot of fun a lot of fun a seasoned veteran (laughs) my (laughs) my final thought is that i appreciate you for not leaning on the fourth wall thing i know you brought it up but it wasn't like your i'm gonna start off with this and this is gonna be my thing because it's kind of a cop-out when it comes to attacks and stuff but I appreciated that you used it when you needed to, and you didn't use it as like a crutch. Well, the fourth wall thing for Bugs, I felt like was never part of like, he was always there. The fourth wall break for Bugs was always a joke. You know, it was the, yeah. like, is it the, the looking at you and ain't I a stinker, you know, the, and the, that that's the kind of fourth wall breaking. It's just him letting you know that he knows what's going on. Yeah. And I love that about Bugs. Well, Congratulations. Uh we'll be mailing you your uh your CFN belt. Uh ignore the uh Etsy box that it comes in. Yeah. Congratulations to Steven. So I wanna plug a few. Oh, do you have anything to plug, Steven? I'm sorry. Uh nothing personally. Just let uh tune into all these people's great podcasts, everybody who participated here tonight and keep listening to the character fight night. It's lots of fun and we all have a good time doing it. So yeah, just uh, tune into everybody's stuff. <laughs> awesome. Well, congratulations again. Uh, before we get out of here, I just want to mention that we do have another episode coming up. Jim, I'm not going to put you on the spot this time unless you want me to. I mean, definitely. So we've got another really fun episode coming up because we've got we have a CFN classic coming up too before the next uh, before the next big tournament. Yes, we do. Uh, with my uh, very good friend and special guest, Ryan Chase Lee. He went from high school graduate to actor to politician. He uh, he ran for uh, the Libertarian Party. So he's been across the board, and he's a big Superman fan, so he's right up the, uh, the nerd alley. So tune into that on July 1st, live here on Facebook. Uh, and then Jim, what's the next uh, tournament? We'll go a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so the 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 next tournament's also going to be a really fun one. Um, I'm a I'm a sucker for like our fun little naming puns that we do because our next tournament coming up on July 15th is going to be Marvel's Female Phenoms. So it's going to be a um, like a big brawl between all of your favorite female uh, Marvel superhero characters, or I guess it doesn't have to be superheroes specifically, Marvel characters. That's going to be a great one. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, you could also find us on our new website at dentedbeetlemedia.com slash CFN. Go check it out over there. There's a list of the 
all of the fighters that make their appearances with their current records and copies of the tournaments and all the information you need for Character Fight Night. As always, you can follow us on social media, uh, Character Fight Night on Facebook, and join the Character Fight Night fan stand group and join the discussion. Join us on Instagram and Twitter at Character Fight. Uh, am I missing anything, guys? Be sure to click our links below and support the show by clicking on our Amazon links. We're selling all the cool little things like Funko Pops and action figures for all the toys. Uh, if you buy something off of that that, that click and it, from Amazon, it helps support the show. We get a kickback from that. Yes, sir. Excellent. All right. So congratulations to Steven again, uh, our very first two-time CFN champion. And a special thank you to all the other guests for uh, joining us on this episode. That is going to do it for Character Fight Night. For Jim, Wade, Ty, and all of my guests tonight, we thank you for joining us. So until next time, stay safe and let your characters do the fighting for you. Woo! Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.